Hey everybody, how are you? Hope you all are doing well. As am I doing okay, just you know, going with the flow on the roller coaster, whatever. Sad thing about being on a roller coaster is I hate roller coasters. And life is a never-ending one, right? So yeah, but I hope you guys are doing well. Um, this week and my honest moments. I want to share something with you guys that is more for my because this this particular episode is dedicated to the who doers out there, the who do practitioners, the altar builders, the you know all of that great stuff. I just want to share something with you guys. There's some work I actually did over this past week. Um, so grab your pen and your paper. Holy move! Grab your pen and your paper. And take down some notes because I'm going to share some work with you guys that you, if you're interested, that you can um, use. So, yeah. So, first and foremost, I always want to put out there that the magic is truly inside of you. Um, with doing workings, alignment has a big part to play. I have mentioned in other episodes that. I've done workings and when it the, the situation was no longer in alignment with me, it just didn't work. And um I did take a break from doing workings for a while. I wouldn't do I haven't done anything more than floor wash or maybe a spiritual bath. But over this past week I heard the voice tell me working. So I felt it. It felt right. I wasn't doing it out of desperation. I was doing it because it was just time. So I want to share with you a couple of workings that I did do over the week. And hopefully these things can um, help you guys as well. Um, So first and foremost, um, it's always important to, you know, cleanse yourself. Don't don't overthink it or overdo it, y'all. Like, don't make this deeper than what it got to (laughs) be. Even though it's deep, you know, like. I'm just saying that from experience because sometimes I would hold back because of the extra shit I thought I had to do, you know, but you, you really, you know, just do a quick cleansing, smudge, shower, speak over yourself to cleanse off your energy. That's simple. Boom. Okay. So the first working I did, I, um, posted this on TikTok. I'm getting a new venue space. So instead of doing what I used to do in the past when shit was going getting slow, I would then do a working. I did a working to put me ahead of the game. So I'm not even in the space yet, but I know I'm getting it. So I did a working to make sure I secured my clients that will be coming in and, you know, just laying that foundation for it. So what I did was I got me just a white candle um, I use some herbs. So what I will always suggest for you is to research your herbs, get a book. The book I used, um, where is it? It's around me. Here it is right here next to me on my bed. Um, to just see what type of herbs to use is Hoodoo Honey and Sugar Spells by Deacon Millet. Um, that's the book I got off of like Amazon. And the main reason why I use this book, it does have spells in here, but... I usually, because it has like a list of different herbs you can use and it has their properties and what they are good for. So that's the main reason why I open up this book. I really don't use these spells that's in this book, but if you did, just feel free. Um, I usually just go with, I listen to myself, to be honest with you. And usually that is my ancestors talking to me as well when I do, you know, listen to myself and do my own workings but I just use a simple white candle for this and I um got my herbs so I used let me look because I didn't write it down or did I yes I did it's in my phone give me a second I did write down what I used for this honey I am fin to get you drop it get out of there He's in the trash, y'all. He's just so freaking. He he clearly wants attention. And I'm just not going to fall for it, okay? He just clearly wants attention. Okay. So, I got a 
um, white candle and I use some um, alfalfa, which is to attract money. Um, allspice is good for fortune in the business. Um, cinnamon, of course, I use because cinnamon like speeds up everything um, that you're doing. And I also, hold on, y'all, because Hunley is really trying me right now. Give me a second. I'm sorry about that, y'all. Hunley was trying me. So I think the last thing I left on was alfalfa. I use angelic root for protection of my business as well. For protection over my business, protection over my money that's coming in. Um, hyssop and rule to cleanse and remove, you know, any um, negative energy surrounding it. I use, um, what else did I use, guys? Let me see. Time. I use basil. I use glitter to attract. Glitter is very good for attraction and attracting the type of clients that you are manifesting in. And yeah, so also check out my TikTok and Affinity Bay 11 because that has a whole video of what I did. I used oil to oil up my candle. Um, I use Jezebel oil because Jezebel is to attract and pull in. And I use some um, Bam Bam oil to give the, you know, um, basically to awaken the herbs. You do not have to use that, guys. You could just get you some regular olive oil, some grapeseed oil, almond oil, whatever oil you have on hand. Use it, rub it up because you're trying to draw to you. Um, and just, I use parchment paper because, you know, I feel like that just helps with the, you know, sticking and rubbing. I don't, I don't know. I just prefer to do it. Um, to use that. And I just rub my candle and sprinkled the herbs on it. I always... I also wrote out a petition of what I wanted. So, like, clients that I wanted to bring in, how much money I wanted to bring in. You know, I just wrote down my intentions, and I folded the paper towards me three times. Um, Every time you fold the paper, if you want to draw it in, fold it towards you, usually three times. So, three times towards you, and then imagine flipping it counterclockwise, and then flipping it towards you three more times if that makes sense and i just put it under the candle and i lit it and i said my prayers to my ancestors my guys and asked for their assistance during the work gave them permission to come in because i think the thing we miss the most too when working with our ancestors and spirit guides is that they don't just interfere you have to give them permission to interfere with your life like they're just not going to come in and swoop down and save the day you have to give them permission and then you have to also let go of the way you want it to be done so i give them permission to come in and assist with the work and assist in that area of my life and to help me and of course they always come through when i give them permission um yes and i make sure i cleanse my area you know smudge it whatever you like to smudge with i always like light an incense uh get fresh water light another white candle to call on my spirits and my ancestors i pray i give thanks to the herbs i usually give the herbs some smoke as well like some type of tobacco you don't have to this is the way i do it do it the way you feel like you want to do it and yeah so that's what i did and then i also did two more workings as well with me being getting ready to um, moving to a new place i am moving to a new home and i was having a little trouble with finding somewhere because over this past couple of months i have allowed my credit scores to drop and i have not been working actually in my my business so my income has not been as lucrative as it has been in the past um, but I am moving, so I was having a couple of issues. So what I did was I, I had got denied for a house because of my credit. And initially I was upset. I've been said I got upset about it. But that's when I heard like to like get to that altar. So what I did was I actually removed anything that was um interfering with me being able to 
get a new place and move. So I got a black candle and this, this, some of this work that I'm actually did, I, did I did for this one, the, the guests we're having on this week, she actually, cause in the past I needed to remove something. She was the one who told me how to do it this way. So yeah, how funny is that? But, um, I got a black candle. I got my herbs to remove. So this one, I just use cayenne pepper and um, regular black pepper. Um, I did not use too much of anything else. Um, got my oil and I just use regular olive oil. I rubbed it down because I wanted this to be away from me. I sprinkled all my herbs on it and I... um. Yeah, I wrote a petition of what I wanted. I didn't want, I wanted my credit not to be an issue, my finances, remove anything from my past, let there not be an issue with, you know, me trying to move forward and move, just remove any other people's negative thoughts because people's thoughts can interfere with you guys moving ahead. So like their thoughts to block it, send it back to them. I didn't want it. Anything that was interfering with my process, I wanted it to be removed. So I did that. I wrote out the petition again. Um, folded it away from me, set it under the candle, and lit my candle and let it do its work. Okay? Lo and behold, I kid you guys not. Um, before I get to the juicy part, the good stuff, I, after that work was done, I used a regular um, knob candle, guys, and I forgot. Also, in this candle, I put three um, needles, like sewing needles, into the candle. And every time one fell out, that was the things removing out of my way. So you get it as it was burning and then it got to a needle that fell. It was then removed. I used three of them because three is usually the number of completion. So I removed it and then then I wrapped up my I let that actually I did not fold the petition yet i let the candle sit on top of it and melt the wax and the needles to fall on top of the petition so um and obviously the petition is under a candle holder so i hope you guys get a good visual but and as they all fell as it was done i then folded the petition away from me with the needles and the wax in it and i wrapped it with some yarn or some needle thread away from me. I wrapped it. I went and I wrapped it away, you know, on the to to tie the paper, but I made sure the the yarn was going away from me. And then I sent put it in the trash bin at my home. It was in a being garbage day that next day and they came and they took it away. So I sent it away from me. And then I did the next day I did another working to draw in a home to me. So I used catnip. I used basil. I used um, angelic root for protection. Um, I used herbs that would draw in finances and draw in um, what's draw to me. And I used some Jezebel oil for that as well with a white candle. And I once again rubbed it all up and down and this is what i use this is the one i have written down that i did use angelic root basil catnip cinnamon licorice root motherwort and passion flower for this working to draw in and i actually um wrote a petition again of what kind of house house i wanted three bedroom single family home fence backyard decent neighborhood nice neighborhood you know all of that stuff and so i did the work and I kid you not, I'm not kidding, guys. The next day, my parents called me with someone that they um, are associated with and they have invested in homes with and said that the lady had a home that was available. And by my parents being associated with them, I was just able to get in easily like that. After I went through two weeks of getting denied for or they're giving houses to someone else. And I didn't get picked. I sat down. I sat at the altar. And I did the work. So yeah. Just wanted to share that with you guys. And yay to my journey, my moving journey. And my 
new venue space. I'm excited. So yeah, but other than that, let's get into this week's episode. Okay, guys. So as I mentioned before, we have another special guest this week. So this week, I would like to give a warm welcome to Angela Smith from the Zen Dragonfly aka the goddess of the midwest yay welcome how are you i'm good thank you for having me of course how have you been i haven't talked to you in forever feels i like. know i know i'm <laughs> wondering where, where you are and what you're doing <laughs> we gonna have to do some catching up because yes, mm-hmm. i'm here though i'm here i'm here okay so yeah i'm here and i'm well Okay, good. Let's do some catching up. So, yeah, so thank you so much for coming on. And, um, you know, I'm excited to hear everything that we're going to discuss and all the, I'm sure you're going to get so much insight and knowledge because, I mean, that's who you are and that's what you do. So, without further ado, um, go ahead and, you know, introduce yourself to the people. Okay. So I'm Angela Smith. Uh, I have a holistic wellness life coaching business called the Zen Dragonfly. Um, It started off as um, just teaching movement, which was Nia classes, and then doing healing circles for women of color. And then it grew from there. And I just realized that my lifestyle and my practice was really wrapped up in everything that I do, which is hoodoo. And so um, my every, that's my everyday living. And it is probably the thing that has been the thing that has grown the most is the practice of teaching classes through School of Good Juju and um, sharing that with people in the city. Also, because I'm in Milwaukee, but also um, from other cities as well, because I've been teaching virtual to some other people um, who can't be in person. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So first I want to say, I personally have took her class and it was great, um, great information. Um, she sends you home with things. It, 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 you, you won't go empty handed or empty minded or empty spirited, if that makes sense. <laughs> You will be full once you leave the class. So it's very much worth it. So if that's something that you're interested in taking, we'll tell them where to find you at the end of the episode and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Um, so, and I know you mentioned your practices in hoodoo. So for some people who might not know what hoodoo is and also juju, can you give us like a little background of like what hoodoo is, where it came from, just, you know, all that great stuff. So hoodoo was something that came during the period of slavery and then grew after that. It came out of necessity to exact justice, mainly against slave masters, but also against people, maybe a lover or partner that cheated, you know, or, um, but also in the healing modalities as well. Well, because a lot of the plants that were in the South, a lot of um, Black folks already knew how to use, which also speaks to how we were already here before Europeans came. Um, But the biggest thing that it was for to, and as we look at it now, um, those same things are the biggest things. Um, Protection, love, money, health, justice. Those are usually the five things that people are always wanting to exact or work with um, in hoodoo. And it's from the South. Um, People always think the main place would be Louisiana, but that would be in other places, Mississippi, Alabama, North Carolina, Geechee Islands, Florida, um, because we are everywhere. Therefore, um, hoodoo was practiced in a lot of other places. I'm from Alabama. So that was in growing up, that was in my family, um, on both sides of my family, my mom's side and my dad's side. My mother just admitted to it like a couple of years ago to me, but I was already there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so School of the Juju 
Juju is actually an, a very old practice that is from Africa, which no longer is really existing anymore because of Europeans coming to Africa and bringing Christianity into play. Therefore, the Juju part um, got wiped away. However, it is still a huge component uh, or part just by namesake in um, practice in Vodum or Voodoo in those in Africa and in Haiti. Mm -hmm. And we know that to be clear that Vodum and Voodoo is a religion where hoodoo is a practice. Mm -hmm. It may have some components to it, but the main part of hoodoo is a veneration of ancestors, meaning that our focal point is working with our ancestors to assist us, but also still being able to use things from Christianity um, that will help exact the outcomes that we want in our lives. Mm -hmm. And I was going to ask you too, because you mentioned like you grew up in Alabama and your family practiced it. Like I was going to say, and even though you said your mom came out a couple of years ago, I just still wanted to ask like, how open were they with it when you were growing up? Was it like secretive or was it something that they were kind of open about? No, it wasn't open. It wasn't even discussed. It yeah. was just like, little things that I would see them do or how, you know, just little things would show up and it would just be part of their day to day. Yeah. It wasn't like there was a practice. Like we here now are like practicing yeah. a lot of practicing mm -hmm. where for me, it is not even practice anymore. It is just, it's like my day to day, like yeah. my grandparents day to day. And yeah. so it becomes part of the day to day. So, so like, so like what are things like you, you know, it's your day to day and you really adapt in this lifestyle that you think back on when you were a little girl, like that's what they were doing, you know, like stuff like yeah. that. Like what are some things that you look back like, oh, that's what my aunt or my grandma or so-and-so was doing. Yeah, <laughs> it was one, of the, the one of the things that used to like, that tripped me up was the broom, this yeah. thing about the broom. <laughs> So yeah. there was this broom on the porch and if I had been like hanging out with my cousins late at night and I was down there for the summer, my grandmother would be out there with the broom. Mm -hmm. Now one, the broom would be to, you know, get rid of the boys, but mm -hmm. two, she would be out there sweeping the porch off mm -hmm. or early in the morning sweeping the porch off. And so that was like to clear the energy from the night before. And mm -hmm. I find myself using my broom, especially in the rain. I take it out into the rain and then bring it back and just swish it all over the floor, you know, okay. and just bring good energy in. And okay. then I out negative energy from the front door to the back door. Um, sometimes I drop salt on the floor and like, let's clear the space. Um, and it's some of the same stuff that they used to do. Yeah. And keeping like black eyed peas wrapped up in a small little container and keeping them and not doing it. But I didn't know what they were about, but yet I got black eyed peas on my altar. Yeah. Right? And so I just go, what was they about? And I realized that was to keep the wealth or the abundance in the house, in the house, you know, my grandparents' house to keep it there. And it wasn't an altar or anything that was visible that I recall seeing, it was just these little, it was just little stuff all over the house. Yeah. Don't touch that. You know, leave that alone. Don't mess with that. You know, and I'm like, okay. And I was a little kid, so I didn't, I didn't know. But as right. I got older and grew up and got into it, I started seeing stuff. Like a broom standing up in the room. And I used to, and I had a broom standing up in my room. My friend said, why you got a broom in your room? And I was like, to keep the haunts away. <laughs> she was like, what? I said, they like, you know, keep the broom standing up. That way they count it. They count all the straws. And by okay. the time they get done counting the straws, it's time for you to get up. <laughs> they didn't have no, time that's the first you. time I heard that one. I know with the broom and stuff like that, but you just taught me something new. Now yeah, I, I leave my broom up. Yes, ma'am. And so when the broom is in the, like the broom, I keep a broom at the front door. Mm -hmm. The broom at the front door is standing up. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want no bad energy coming in here. The broom in my bedroom is standing up. 
-hmm. It's a smaller broom. It's standing up. There's a broom hanging across my altar. And that's the broom that I use to do all the magical with. Like let the water fall on it, hit hit it with Florida water to do a cleansing on the floor. Because it's not just about mopping the floor. You can use your broom as well, but it is not a broom to sweep with. It is only for the magical. Okay. And so that's the stuff that I picked up from from being around them Southern them Alabama people. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, it carried over and I couldn't understand like, why am I doing this? <laughs> Cause it's in you. You can't help mm -hmm. it. You're just drawn to it naturally. It's in you. So, I love the boots. Yeah. Love Absolutely. So mm -hmm. where did it like begin for you? Like when you were like, okay, I'm finna get, like you started to awaken to this lifestyle and you got really, you know, like this, this is it for me type of, you know, where you're mm -hmm. getting into, when you're waking up, you're, you're trying to find your thing, you know, mm -hmm. which a lot of us go through, go through or experience. So like, what was the beginning for you? Cause you know, I've met you when you, you are in it, you're the truth. Like you say, this is not a practice. This is an everyday thing for you. Mm -hmm. So what was it? What brought you to this point? <laughs> yeah. And so that's usually like, that's, I was trying to think about that because people always ask me like, when did you start? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I feel like it was always there. I just wasn't tapped in and mm -hmm. wasn't appreciative of it until I gained some very close ancestors. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when I gained these very close to me ancestors, they were just showing me stuff and talking to me. And I was like thinking I was crazy. I was like, I'm losing it. I think I'm losing it. But it was like, girl, let me tell you, little girl, get in there and get this, put this with this, wash your hands before you come in there with us. You know, and I would be like, okay, you know, and then they would tap in on my tarot readings. So that I feel like it's always been there. I just wasn't ready. You know, I also feel like, um, I let myself go. Like I didn't want to be constricted by what other people thought my belief system was or how I move. Um, Cause I left organized religion, which was, you know, like, Oh my God, you left church. I left yeah. the church. And once that happened, I had this freedom to explore other religions. So I explored other religions. I looked at um, seven day and I looked at, Unitarian and I looked at and practiced for a long time and still feel it in my spirit Buddhism mm -hmm. as a practice you know and yoga as a practice Reiki as a practice and added all those things up together and created this lifestyle mm -hmm. along with my ancestors and that's where that's where it flourished once I understood that I had gained these powerful ancestors to walk with me and teach me and guide me through some of the stuff I already knew, but just didn't realize that, didn't know. I knew it. Yeah. You know? And I also feel like I've been here so many times before that some of this stuff just comes naturally yeah. and that, you know, not to be, it's not a boastful thing or anything. It's always been that way that things show up and I'm like, I already know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I already did that, you know? And I do read a lot. I do still read a lot because there's so much wrapped into it. It can be quite overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I read a lot and then I realize, oh my God, I already do that. Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about, you know? And so it gives me more confidence in my practice. But like I said, it has become an every day part of my life that's how you wake up that's how you start your morning that's how, and that's that's how, how I start my morning yeah. I wash my hands I wash my face I go in and I ring the bells on my altar I tell them what the assignments are for the day and um feed them if it's you know if it's some alcohol for my dad or if it's a fresh glasses of water lighting candles burning bay leaves you know, whatever it is, adding more money to the altar, burning money to give thanks is whatever, or just sitting at the altar talking. Like I'm talking to you. I'm mm -hmm. sitting at my altar just talking to them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now as far as like 
what advice would you give to someone starting off wanting to connect with their ancestors? Like, what type of advice would you give? Because, you know, it can be scary to some. It can be tricky. It oh, yeah. Be- so like what advice would you give coming into someone who might be interested mm-hmm. well the biggest thing is work with ancestors that you know love you right and so that would be the biggest thing work with the ancestors that you have experienced in your life that you that are gone that you loved and work with them and ask permission to work with them and usually that means there's a slowdown that has to happen um, with both, you know, both parties for it to happen, that we have to sit still. You have to learn how to really listen, which is really a good tool that can come into your life is the ability to really listen and not make up a story in the listening, but really just hearing them speak to you. Yeah. But it's also a part about it is not being afraid that they don't come because some of them just might not come Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's as well that doesn't mean you cannot have a practice it means that's just not the way that you're going to connect it may come from a connection from an orisha a Mm -hmm. deity or a goddess you know and that may be where it comes from but those things also are not um, it's not for you to force. And cause you know, like there was a point uh, probably in the last couple of years where everyone was like, I work with Oshun, I'm Oshun or Yamaye. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, but uh, you didn't even find out if that's your head and did yes. someone tell you that or you yeah. just feel it. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'll say, you can feel it and see like how they show up in your life mm-hmm. and how they keep showing up. And then you go, let me ask permission, Yeah, right? Because you got to do all the things to make sure you honor that that Orisha or goddess or deity. Yeah. So I think it's just a slow walk. Sit with yourself and sit with the ancestors or the goddess or the god or whoever it is that you feel drawn to and just see. But my other thing that I have learned is like everybody not about that life. Everybody <laughs> trying to hear you talk about it. Right? Yeah. So some things we just need to keep to ourselves while we cultivate our practice because there's people out there that will say things not meaning anything but they have thrown negativity into the pool Mm -hmm. and when they throw negativity in it kind of it starts to deteriorate what we are trying to work on so in the beginning I just kept my mouth shut I was Mm -hmm. just doing my own little thing it was a few other people that I know was kind of coming into their practice and I would talk to them about it, but keep it kind of low as far as your practice until you feel comfortable and you feel bold and brave enough to yeah. be You're secure. Solid in it. You're mm-hmm. solid in it. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And that's so funny. I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause I was going to actually ask you about like dealing with other people who, you know, they so quick to, you worship the devil, you don't believe in God, you know what I mean? You know, and you gotta find yourself trying to justify, you know, what you're doing, even though half these people go talk to Jesus and them and they never met him a day in their life. Okay. You know I mean, that's your thing. That's your thing. You know, but I'm just saying. So I'm right. glad you brought that up. Like it's important to build that solid foundation with mm-hmm. the you know because when you're new to this stuff anything someone could say can steer you away you know and that could be test because you're still you're trying to find security in it still this is mm-hmm. new so you know i think i went through that a tiny bit not too much but when i connected with my answers i knew immediately so it was like will be hard for you to steer me away from it because i knew mm-hmm. oh i knew you know once i got introduced and i got woken up to it and I wish you would I wish you would now like you know (laughs) but I became solid and and, and insecure in this lifestyle so I'm glad you brought Mm -hmm. that up that's very important like if you're coming in start low because people will you know side eye you And and it is becoming more popular now I will have to say that and even in that you gotta be careful true how is becoming more popular now. So, yeah, yeah. Yes, 
And yeah, so that's, and that would be my other thing is like, be mindful of, you know, you've uh, the, the hoodoo stars on TikTok and mm-hmm. all of that, hoodoo witches on TikTok mm-hmm. and Instagram and all of that. Be mindful of those people as well, you know, and create space for yourself more so. Well, she said, don't do it like this. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't have that. So I'm going to do it like this. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And so pay more attention to yourself and what works for your soul more than what other people are doing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There is no, no expert no nope. out there well they are they're in the books but hmm. people are very young and they may have came up through tradition and that's fine as well but still be mindful of what you take in from those people and how you use it for your own practice absolutely yep absolutely oh, i'm glad you brought that up as well on that. So going into like hoodoo and spell work, like what are some of your, um, I guess I can say favorite like type of spell work to do? Like what is your, like your thing, I guess, if that makes sense. <laughs> like what is the thing that I like to do? Yeah, like, you know, some people love to work with candles. Some people love to work with water, you know, or like what is your thing, I guess. Yeah, my my thing has become, I love working with water because I have um. One, I've always loved water, but mm-hmm. the other thing, I have a deity that I, a ancient deity mm-hmm. that I work with that is all about water. And so I do a lot of things with water. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that usually has been in the form of the baths that I create for other people, mm-hmm. um, using water, um, rain water, water, th- storm water to make war water. Um, different kind of waters, Florida waters, making water, things of water, and the money best water, water, you know, anything that's best. liquid. I've yes. made quite a few things, even into the formats of sprays, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. offering up like spiritual baths for people as well. Yes. So water would be my, be my, my jam, jam, your jam, your jam. <laughs> I love your Florida water, like. It smells so immaculate. Like, Thank you. I love it. So I highly, highly recommend her Florida water. And I know I put up in one of my TikToks, like, you have the best Florida water. Like, I have, yes, it just smells great. Thank I you. So, yeah. I, and I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, I like it because when I research Florida water, mm-hmm. that one, they're making it and they're not. They're not blessing it. They're not praying over it. I don't think. They're just mass producing it. Yep. Absolutely. And yep. it's full of artificials. Yeah. You know, yep. and so I decided one day, like, let me try to make my own. I have a very strong sense of smell. So yep. I have bought a bottle and I smelled it and tried to get the notes. And then I looked up online what Florida, that actual Florida mm-hmm. water has in it. Mm-hmm. And then deviated from that because I didn't want it to be like that, but I wanted to make something. I do mine by moon cycles, by mm-hmm. what is growing at that particular time. Mm-hmm. So it's going to have different botanical flowers in it, yeah. um, but it's always going to have that baseline, which is a true Florida water um, smell. Yeah. I tried so, to make yeah. my own Florida water once and it was so toe up. <laughs> <laughs> like vodka it was just like what is this like I got some (laughs) vodka and orange peels and I don't even know what I did but I definitely (laughs) used it because all that meant my intention was but in it you know so I definitely used it yeah I was like this is not my lane (laughs) (laughs) trying to make some damn Florida water so yeah it was definitely not my lane but yeah so water is your jam that's your thing yes you typically because I know you you said like and I know obviously for being a past customer like the most you do for others is probably I'm assuming like when you make your waters and your baths and stuff like that you don't 
um, get into doing actual like candle work or spell work for other people? Yeah, so not yet. Okay. So last month, the um, I actually got more space inside of my workspace. Okay. And so I've been doing like a little botanica shop with okay. products. So I've been buying a lot of candles mm-hmm. because a lot of people asking me for candles, like yeah. um, seven day, seven African powers, yeah. money candles, you know, mm-hmm. barrier breakers. And I start making and um, dressing them myself and selling them that way. But I'm going to start um, in June. I'll start doing candle service for people. Yes. But my candle service is not going to be where I actually do the service for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you how to do the service and you do it yourself. Yeah, yes. I definitely need to come by because you opened up a little shop. I have. Mm-hmm. When was the last time I've been? dang right what have I been doing but I need to come Mm -hmm. and get some candles I did see that on Instagram and I was so excited to see that you are were making like the seven day candles and stuff like that I thought that was absolutely great for you so I'm very happy and excited for you that you um, added that on and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, definitely feel like it's going to be great for you yeah whatever much I'm excited to come yeah I'm, I'm excited for you so, um, what was I going to ask you next? I got to go back to my questions, guys. I'm sorry. I done lost, lost the page. Okay. Um, so yeah. And we mentioned like ancestors and spirit guides, you know, Risha's and deities. So let's get into altar building. Okay. So like what advice and guidance would you have in altar building? I I only use right now ancestor altar, a working altar. And I, and it was funny that you mentioned earlier about like working with DTs and other um, Orishas and stuff. I'm not yeah. working with any DTs or Orishas, but I have now felt the pull to just the pull to start a, um, a spirit guide altar just for my okay. guys. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I'm going to add that on soon, but nonetheless like what are some suggestions that you would um give to people who want to start building altars yes so <laughs> the biggest thing i think um that usually causes a hang up for people about creating space for an altar is that having the space mm-hmm. just having the space to do it mm-hmm. right um and but the ideal of that it has to be this big elaborate thing mm-hmm. um i have a friend that has an altar on the back of her toilet just mm-hmm. all the property she had right mm-hmm. and what it contains is just the four elements if that's mm-hmm. all the property you have that's it right and you can work from there now she doesn't do any workings like you or i do mm-hmm. but she does honor those four elements mm-hmm. and she doesn't have an ancestor altar Right. And so I always tell people just start with what you can. There are people that I had to help create altar spaces by taking a tray and creating the altar and then they have to pull it out and they have to put it underneath their bed and then pull it out when they want to work from that altar. Okay. And so I always say start where you have the property, you know, the the real estate to create your altar. So if you only have enough room for ancestor altar, that would be the first altar I would build. Um, and mm-hmm. so keeping it baseline for the ancestors, only people that have passed away should be on the altar. So no pictures with living people inside of them as well, making sure that you have some representation of that ancestor. Um, feeding them on Sunday dinners mm-hmm. or when you are able keeping some type of fruit or snacks or candies that they may have like coffees and teas, cigarettes and cigars, sometimes cannabis for some, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> having those things on the altar for them as well, but definitely water um, for ancestors and for um, goddesses and gods and deities that and spirit guys mm-hmm. that they may, that you may work with. So uh, all over overall, just keep it simple yes. for now when you just because it's overwhelming. 
and mm-hmm. if you're not working. So there's a difference between a working altar and an ancestor altar. Mm-hmm. However, the ancestors do do work. So I usually put the working altar and my ancestors altar on one big dresser. And that way I can work. They can watch over the work for me and do it that way. Um, So a working altar is where you might cast, do a petition. Mm -hmm. This is where you might have your seven day um, candle. This is where you might make some war water or you make a love oil or protection oil. This is the space where you make it, you bless it, you consecrate all the tools with it and ask for assistance at that. That's the working space. Um, And the ancestors can be there because they can watch over everything while it's working. Mm -hmm. Gods as goddesses as well. Mm. Yeah. So just keep it simple without me getting all into it because it's a lot. It would be a lot of stuff sitting on an altar, you know, and it it can get messy Mm -hmm. because you're making stuff on the altar. It's candles, Mm -hmm. you know, melting. For me, I spit Florida water on my altar. Just like I just need y'all to remind me who I am, remind Mm. me of who I am. I need y'all to check me. Um, and stuff like that you know and I blow powder over my altar so my altar is a mess yeah so it's not pretty it's not Instagram pretty it is working and I you can feel the energy um flowing through your altar just like you feel it coming through your body yeah right and so those are just do what works for you Mm-hmm. Let me just say it like that. Do what's best Absolutely. for you. Not, oh, well, so-and-so said I got to have a bell on the right side and a candle on the left. And I got to have a candle that's burning all the time, but I can't really burn candles. Do what is best for you, not what other people are doing. Absolutely. Right now, my ancestor ought to because I cleaned it off one day. And I haven't even put it back up there yet. And I've still been talking, like their pictures, I should say. I got my water, my candle, my incense. And they'll be back up there in a second. I'm gonna move again too, so we'll get into that when we talk on another day. But mm-hmm. uh, so you know, it's like I'm like, okay, I'll put y'all back up when we get to the new house, you know. But I'm still communicating with them. I'm still, you know, you keep it simple. It's ways you can still honor them, you know, yeah. connect with them, especially if you already have a strong bond with them. And my altar is like that with, with them, and and I have my a candle burning right now and I done told them to come protect it you know they're still mm-hmm. because I you know and I also want to say I do have a strong bond with them as well so they know what's up but it, it doesn't have to be that's to go off of it doesn't have to be this glamorous looking thing because it can be a lot on that table and mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out where to put uncle so-and-so golf ball with a cigar <laughs> and then you want to have the candle and the beer and it could be a lot to have yeah, that on it there. Can. and then you want to have a snack for them plus the food you know you're offering them it's, it's, you know um, especially if you want to take care of your ancestors it can be a lot on yes. there <laughs> yes it can be yeah, it, it can be a beautiful thing but yeah. if you don't have that real estate I usually go look I'm not doing all this food. What you want? What y'all want? And they'll tell me. And I go, okay, I can do that. And then I put it out there. But they mainly, mainly it's like, I need that water. I need that beer. <laughs> I need that cigarette. I need that vodka. <laughs> yeah. That's what they be wanting. The same way they was here on earth, child. They want, they mm-hmm. want the same things while they yeah. over, wherever they're at. They yeah, want they exactly. want their same thing. So, you know, just just you know, just give it to them. <laughs> and you'll be you'll be all right. They sick. Yeah, just give it to them. <laughs> yeah, just give it to them. They coffee, they love their coffee too. That's another thing. Why well, know mm-hmm. my ancestors they love their coffee. So um just yeah, keep it simple. And that's and I like that you say even like with the little with the smaller altars, because some people might be living 
like let's say people that still live with their parents and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's not about that you know they don't want to even let them know that they're interested in stuff depending on the way they grew up you want to have those little intimate kind of secret altars and mm-hmm. that's okay to have those as well so yeah. that's that's definitely something you can research the secret altars that's you know more hidden but everything and I know this is a part of what you were saying too you do what feels right to you nothing is like stone like like set in stone of how this stuff yeah that's true because all yeah you do yeah the best that you can you work with what you got because the biggest thing in practice is you Mm -hmm. is your intentions how strong are your intentions that is the biggest thing that makes anything work I always tell people, really, we these are aesthetics and tools that we like to have. But if we look at history, they didn't have all these things that we have exactly. now. They just did what they had to do. You know what they had? They had the plant and the roots, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's what they had. They had little pieces of fabric from old clothing to make a mojo bag with and little pieces of shoelace and to tie it up with and wear it tucked inside their clothes. They didn't have all these things that we have access to now. So keep it simple is why I say that because it doesn't take all of that. It's your intention. You know, Mm -hmm. someone that wants to manifest a million dollars, I always say, you can't manifest a million dollars. You ain't even manifest a hundred dollars and how to (laughs) make the hundred dollars into $500. First, right? So it's your intention. But if your intention is strong for the million, then do the work. Because yeah. you're going to have to do the work yeah. for the million. And they're going to test but, you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They want to see how you're going to do it. Yep. Absolutely. So Absolutely. everything is all intentional. You don't have to have anything. Yeah. It's beautiful to have the tools. I love all the gadgets and tools and mm-hmm. you know waters and oils because I love making them yeah. and then I go okay let's use this today let me use this John the Conqueror yeah. right take yeah. a bath in it pour it on me yeah. run it through my hair <laughs> you know yeah and so the tools are really good to have but if I'm deciding that I want to conquer something I want to achieve I want to succeed at it I got to decide that that's what I want to do yeah absolutely and then even what you're saying, the tools that you had, nine times out of ten, I'm sure you're gonna agree with this. When you first got in it, you didn't have half the stuff you had. You worked your way up to that stuff. You didn't have you didn't come in with all of these, you know, herbs and you know, oils off the bat, or you gotta do it this way, you gotta do that. You started with what, okay, this was e- access, easy access to this herb. You know, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. do this. I go to Dollar Store real quick, get a candle. You know, yep. you know, I got my altar, my ancestors' altar. I still got, I got it from the Goodwill, and they mm-hmm. still standing on. You know, okay. like you start with what you start and with what you have, and that's what hoodoo is. They use what they had. They yep. probably looking at us sideways, like y'all so extra. I know they do. Like <laughs> this is just so extra. Yeah, you know, I know it. <laughs> I know it. I know they do. In mine, in my ancestors, it was pretty simple folk. Like they didn't, you know, they was gardeners and had fruit trees. And, you know, my grandmother worked as a house cleaner. She did laundry and stuff for other people and stuff like that. They were simple people, but yet they, I feel like I grew up around them abundantly, Mm. right? I didn't have to ask for anything. You know, everything would be handed to me. My Mm. father, my mother, they grew up abundant what didn't look like wealth or rich in dollars they had it in so many other ways mm-hmm. and we have to remember this that's the baseline of what hoodoo is that's is that there is this joy of working with the earth with the planets with the ancestors with animals stuff in nature that we have always been attached to that they tried to remove us from and claim it as their own, we have always been attached to the moon and the sun and the planets. We have to be able to go back in time and revisit what it looks like for our practice that it doesn't take a lot. It does not take a lot. I do like the extras. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong, Mm -hmm. but it don't take a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. I love the extras too, girl. <laughs> oh, I love the extras. I love them. Absolutely. But you don't I love have the way to they smell. Them. I love how they work. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to come visit you real soon because I need me a couple of baths and everything. That's mm-hmm. the extras. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely, definitely agree with you. And that's so beautiful how you say, like, your family was so abundant. You just, remember having an abundant lifestyle and I feel like that's a lot of the piece we are missing now even with myself I'm Mm -hmm. guilty too it's just we don't feel abundant if the financial part ain't flowing like we want it to flow we Mm -hmm. don't feel abundant if we ain't got a man or a woman sometimes you know or Mm -hmm. that job we wanted or you know and stuff like that but to hear you just talk about you know, your your ancestors lived simple, but they were abundant. That's like the real dream and the goal at the, yeah. at the root of it all. Like to live simple, but so abundant at the same time. And yeah. you want it for nothing. As a mm-hmm. kid. That's beautiful. Yeah, and that's how I, I've tried to live. Not try. I hate that word try. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm living now. Mm-hmm. Just abundantly. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't have a lot of money, but I got access to yes. people and places and things, yeah. right? And some of the stuff I, I realized too over these last few years, particularly because of what was all going on, is that it's a lot of stuff I really don't need. Mm. I thought I needed. I don't even need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that has been the biggest lesson. And yeah. I don't even need that. I keep that mm-hmm. money mojo in my purse and I tell that money mojo, I ain't spending no money. Like that, and it'll go. Let's find it on sale then. <laughs> I need to do that. I ain't spending no money. My mojo bad be like, girl, you slow down. Like, what? <laughs> what is going on? But yeah, but when I look at you though, like outside looking in, you you live very abundantly to me as well. Like you, I see you as a person that you just you it's not a sweat for you you know you can if you need it you can get it that's the yeah. you have always given me you know that I got off of you no matter what like honestly sometimes when I think of myself in certain situations you pop up and like how because you're like a you're a business owner you run your own business you do you know you created this lifestyle for yourself and I think about you sometimes about like how and as far as abundance you know, like I see that from you. You are one of the people I think of when I think of living a certain lifestyle in that way. That mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like extremely glamorous, but you glamorous to me because <laughs> uh, have you seen your house? <laughs> to me, that's glamorous. It's like so boho chic looking. <laughs> it's beautiful. But you know, you. so I feel you give off that naturally is what I'm trying to say. Like, I definitely get that from you. So, and that, it seems as if you, that's something that you've just always known. So it comes natural for you. It's not hard. It's not hard for you. No, and I love it. Yeah. I love being able to go in other people's houses to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you. Of course, of course. So, yeah, I think that is all I have for you today, this evening. So, before I let you go, first of all, I want to thank you for coming on again and dropping them gems um, to me and everybody else who's listening. Um, And if everybody wants to find you, like, where can they find you? Okay. Can I connect with you? Yeah, so the easiest way is to do the famous Google. Once you hit Google and you put in the T-H-E, Zen, Z-E-N, Dragonfly, that's how you find everything. You'll see the Instagram, you'll see um, Facebook, the website, the booking site, everything will show up under the Zen Dragonfly. Okay, and I will put that in the notes as well mm-hmm. for anybody who's listening yes. so yeah well thank you so much for coming on I appreciate you so so much as always and you are so welcome thank you
Of course. We will be connecting soon. I will definitely be coming by to shop and talk as we do. Yes, ma'am. So, yeah, I look forward to it. Everything. Yes. Okay. Other than that, once again, thank you. And I appreciate you. All right. Have a good night, everybody. All right. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. Once again, that was it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you start building those altars, start doing some work, take your time, be gentle to yourself, show gratitude towards yourself and your ancestors and your spirit guides, and I wish you everything it is you, that you deserve in this lifetime and plenty, plenty more. Many blessings to you. Talk to you soon. Bye.